Thank you so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We talk about adventures at the DMV. Paula tells me all about a whorehouse in Texas which features only robots. And that segues into a talk about sex and also your ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Shop lippingclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. You and your whore. Get out of my house. Paula. Merry Christmas. I got you a butt. Uncensored as always. It's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to the ugly truth. It is episode 312. Welcome. What? Oh, we're Sisters Who Podcast. Right. We are. <laughs> we are Sisters Who Podcast. Welcome to the truth, everyone. Welcome to the ugly truth. Okay, so last week on the show, I didn't get to talk to you about it because I wanted to pontificate a little bit more on some other things that were going on. But last week, I had to go to the DMV. Mm-hmm. I've been putting this off for about three years. What, five years ago, I was I qualified to renew my license online, so I didn't have to go in and do the whole thing. And that's, you know what, one of the bonuses of getting older, you don't have to do the first step after a while. If you if you behave and you act like a decent adult, you don't have to go and, and do everything from scratch every time. You don't have to go in and take their little retest or yeah. get a new picture. Well, I hate my picture because it was, Malia was like three, and so I was still a big fat lard. <laughs> and so my face... I took the picture and I showed it. I started crying when I got it. This was this was a long time ago. And I started crying when I got it. And I showed it to Daryl. I go, does this look like me? He goes, no, that doesn't look like you at all. I go, I look like Ann Wilson. <laughs> I totally look. I'll show it to you. I have it. It is. I kept it to punish myself whenever I wanted to eat poorly. I would just remember that photo. But I mean, I was still like... I realize that three years old after having a baby, you should not look like a big fat lard, but I did because she was my third child and it just, it shit happens, man. When you have that many kids, your body does not bounce back. Well, you're just really not losing, looking to lose the baby weight at that point. You're just looking to survive. Yeah. You're a bit busy and things are stressful. It's just not, it's just not the same. Baby three really puts a chink in the armor. It's. <laughs> I just pulled out my license to see. What? Do you no, look the amazing? Pic- the picture's cute. It says I weigh 125 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Your thigh? No, Those, I'm kidding. You're yeah. not that fat. Those you're not fat at all, actually. You're not. I hate it when people say, you're not that fat. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and you're not that ugly, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I am waiting for the day that a woman offends me so I can tell her to go do something about her eyebrows. <laughs> I'm just dying. I've had that in my holster for so long. <laughs> I just let whatever comes out of my mouth happen. Yes, you're very good at that, but I am not. Oh, okay. Well, because, well, first of all, most people don't have the ability or the bravery to uh, confront me in any oh, aggressive way. I got you. I give off an air of, I will absolutely punch you in the mouth <laughs> without any thought to it whatsoever. I don't care how old I am or how old you are. I have no problem doing that i have no problem mm-hmm. getting physical and and i'm not afraid uh, there's something in my mind sh- switches off and i suddenly have no fear it is not the smartest thing but mm-hmm. I, t- I've, I haven't died yet you know mm-hmm. I've, I've survived it 
So most people, even some men, will not confront me. But if they ever do, my thought is to immediately hit them. <laughs> so I don't really have the words the way you do. Or right. Stephanie. You and Stephanie have the ability to say things that will cut people at the knee, man. I mean, they it will take them down. Victor describes them as vicious. That's being kind. Yes. You guys are hardcore. I'm jealous. So I have to think of things and have them in my holster and ready to go. So anyway, so when it was time to renew, I said, you know what? As much as I hate this picture, I really don't want to go through the whole thing because it was a time when they were starting to allow people who were here on visa and stuff to get IDs. Mm -hmm. And so the wait was like three or four months to get an appointment. And I'm like, you know what? I just don't want to deal with that. I'm just going to do the auto renewal and be and just deal with the picture. Who cares? No one sees it anyway. You know, it's no big deal. So um, I never got the renewal in the mail. And I realized, and I even looked it up and you know, it's not like you can call someone and say, hey, I never got my renewal. You can't do that. You've got to make an appointment. You've got to go in. And, you know, and I'm like, uh, so I looked up my license number and it said it was fine. It was current. It was not expired. There was no problems with it. So I just literally never got it in the mail. And then we moved. Mm. And I even went back to the house, the old house for months checking the mail because the house stayed vacant for forever. And so, and I never got it. And I went, all right, well, I mean, I just kind of forgot about it. I had a passport anyway. And so I was able to fly and, you know, do whatever I needed to do. So finally, in 2020, everyone has to have a real ID to fly domestically or passport. And so I thought, you know what? My license actually expires in 2020. And I have to have this real ID by 2020 anyway. So I might as well just do it now. And then I won't even have to deal with a nightmare that will be 2020 like everybody else. So I filled out all the paperwork. I had this done in May and I completely missed the appointment. And so I had to do it again. And I finally got one for September last week. So I had all... Now, how many times have you gone into the DMV and you're like, oh, well, you don't have this one weird piece of corner of this pink paper mm -hmm. that, you've, that you're supposed to have your whole life? Right. Uh, sorry, you're going to have to come back. Or pull another number and sit down and fill it out. And you're like, oh, because I have six hours to spend at the DMV. Exactly. So I made double sure I brought everything with me. Let me tell you, a passport saves you everything. Because to get a passport, you have to go through all of this process. It's really, really hard to get a passport. It's not hard. You just have to have a lot of documentation. So once you have a passport, it saves you like 100 steps. So... All I had to bring with me was my passport, my social security card, and my most current utility bill with my address on it. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's all I needed. The passport saves you everything. So I get there at 10 after 12, and this is the nice DMV, the one up in Folsom. Mm -hmm. And there are no less than 60 people in line with no appointment, and there's no one in the appointment line. So I walk right up to the appointment line. I give her my stuff. And, and she's like, all right, well, they'll call your number any minute now. So I just sat down and I'm like, okay, they're at 42 and I'm 53. I was, ho I'm like, what happened to like instant? I mean, what's the point, you know, but everybody has appointments. You have to wait. Right. So I sit down and the way they have it set up is, it's just like anything. There's like a hundred chairs with seven rows and you just pick a chair and you sit and you look at the screen and you wait. Luckily we all have phones now so we can just sit and, you know, play solitaire or whatever you play where it's with friends and not think about it. So I sit down. First of all, it's like 100 degrees in there. 
Oh, my God. And there's a lot of people, a lot <sighs> of construction workers, <laughs> you know, registering their work trucks or whatever they need to do. And I feel like that's all that's ever in there is construction workers. It's the weirdest thing to me. I wonder if it's just they forget and they don't care. And then suddenly their boss goes, you need to go take care of that right now. <laughs> and they, they have just to leave. Get new trucks? I don't know. I don't know. And then they have to leave and go get it taken care of. They're always in their work clothes and stuff. So I sit down and there are two seats on either side of me empty. So I'm just sitting there chilling. And you know what I hate about the DMV too is everybody stares at you. Because you're all trying to figure out, like, how are you going to fuck up my day? Because I'm sure you're the one right in front of me. And you're going to take a 10 hours trying to register some farm vehicle. You know? <laughs> It's everybody sizing everybody up going, are you going to be the one person that's going to be hysterical and that we're going to have to film and you're going to go viral or what are we doing? Everybody's always sizing each other up. It's like it's a veritable stew of people at this place. So I sit down. I'm minding my own business. I double check. I have everything I've got. And I'm, you know, I'm I've got OCD a bit. So I'm looking at the screen like every 30 seconds, making sure they don't call my number and I didn't see it or whatever. I'm kind of anxious. Because it's so easy to screw up an appointment, you know, and I'm going to be the one. So I'm sitting there and I'm just minding my own business and I'm, you know, looking at Facebook or whatever. And then out of nowhere, this giant man sits right next to me. Like next to you or on like one of the chairs? His hairy arm is brushed on my arm. And he had really long hair. And his arm hair, not his actual hair. So he sits down next to me and he leans in. He goes, I'm not trying to pick up on you. I just need somewhere to sit. (laughs) I'm like, all right, uh, fine. And I'm sitting there going, there's literally like four seats. I'm sure people thought he knew me because he was sitting and he was sitting so close. I would have just scooted over one. I didn't want to do that because, you know. Who knows how long we're going to be there? It's it's a weird thing. So I'm just sitting there. I can feel my face turning bright red because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I am. And the way he said that, I was like, OK, no, no offense taken. I'm not sure what to, how to respond to that. And then he starts talking to me. Jamie, he's just like <laughs> when they start out the conversation with, I'm not trying to pick up on you. Yeah. They are trying to pick up on you. <laughs> That's what Daryl said. I'm so naive. I just figured that's that he wasn't. I didn't know. And so I'm sitting there and I look down at his paper and all of his chicken scratch. He's like, I've been here for six hours. No, I've been here for two hours. I don't have time for this shit. And I'm like, well, you know, that's what that that's unfortunate. This is the DMV. This is just the way it is. But I get you. He goes, and my phone's dead. And I'm like, I, I don't. And I look at my phone. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm at 38 percent. I might have to talk to this guy later. <laughs> Looking back, okay, yes, he probably was trying his his sad, feeble attempt at flirting. It didn't work, and he got up and left. And I didn't see him again. I have no idea where he went. I don't know who he was. He just, he was up, and then he was gone, and then uh, then started to fill in. Luckily, a woman sat next to me, and she was normal and didn't talk to me, you know? I mean, because mm-hmm. then all there was no, there were no other seats. But finally got my thing, so... I get my number called and I get to go straight to there's no line because I'm just getting my picture. And the girl was super cute, super cool. She had one of those high buns that you like. Yeah. She was really cute. And she's like, hi. And she's like, come on in, let's do the thing. She goes, all right, stand here. And so I do it. And she goes, okay, big smile. I'm like, I don't do that. And she's like, um, okay, well, whatever. So I do it. And I said, how'd that turn out? And she's like, mm, let's do it again. <laughs> oh my God. And I go, really? She goes, your mouth looks weird. <laughs> like 
okay thank you so i do another pose and i'm like can i do like a side angle or whatever can i do what like a selfie kind of thing she goes well kind of but just look at the blue button no matter what i'm like okay so i did it and she goes okay i think that'll work and i'm like oh god it's probably awful (laughs) but i'm like what do i care i do not care i just want to get it done so i can go to vegas without a passport if i want to right so anyway it it i was there i think a grand total of an hour Oh. Uh, not bad not, not bad really you i know, guess I pick- for an appointment yeah i got picked up on i got my real id i you know and i always try to chat it up with the people so that they know that i'm friendly and i'm not going to lose my shit on them if something goes wrong and they're always taken aback by it they're just like what it, what you're what yeah what? i'm having i'm having what? a great day thanks for asking you know they get right. really like how dare you be nice to me not offended but they're so shocked no, they probably think you're you're nuts because they're just like, why is this one being nice? <laughs> they probably hit the bunder, the button under their desk. Oh, shut up. I, it's not like I'm leaning in being all maniacal. <laughs> but anyway, I, I couldn't wait to get out of there. And, you know, my biggest thing is, you know, when they call your number and you have to walk in front of everybody, you feel like you're walking up in class and everyone's staring at you. That's what it felt like. I literally felt like I was getting up in class to do some kind of presentation that I barely prepared for. <laughs> That's what it felt like. And I'm walking. I'm like, everybody's watching me walk right now. <laughs> Why are you so concerned? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm very, very self-involved. <laughs> oh, God. So, anyway, it just feel you feel the eyes staring at you, Paula. It's I don't know when the last time you went to the DMV, but trust, it is not comfortable. There's nothing good about it. I stare at people when they walk by. Yeah, but most people don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I'm the most important person in my life, so I know. You know I how know that that's is. That's true. <laughs> anyway, so I was grateful for the girl to give me the second take, which was very nice. She even said she goes, "Man, I, you know, I wish everybody would do that you know i wish everyone would give you a second chance at at a decent photo that'd be great you know yeah really yeah and i i was sure i wore black i wore my black my favorite black t-shirt so that i felt comfortable and you know whatever and then my biggest concern was tripping so i wore tennis shoes because i was afraid that i i'm like i can't wear anything cute because i'll fall on this linoleum i probably would have picked tennis shoes too yeah, I mean, I didn't feel very sexy or attractive, but I didn't care because I'm like, look, I just can't, I can't fall at the DMV. That will be, I, I know it'll make everyone else's day, but it won't make my day. So anyway, so yeah, <laughs> I think I'd like to be the camera girl at the DMV. Don't you think that'd be a fun job? I would love to be the camera girl at the DMV. I think it'd be awesome. I'd be I the annoying love- one with like a squeaker toy. I'm like, look up here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> Hand someone a French fry. Okay, here, hold this. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you see the little birdie? Say hi. Say, um, what do they tell you to say? Um, cheese? No, they tell oh. you to say, uh, if you want a sexy mouth, you say onion or something. Onion. And, yeah, and it makes your, makes your lips do something sexy. I don't remember exactly, but it's something like that. Say onion. Onion. <laughs> <laughs> Not with breath, God. Okay, I'll try and do it without breathing. Onion. Onion. <laughs> well, you have to say, it. I think I think it only works for girls, but. This is too complicated. Well, what, I'm not a girl? No, no, I was just thinking, I was trying to think of a man standing there saying onion. They'd be like, onion. 
yeah no kidding like say onion be like why and then your your mouth is doing the why in your picture instead of onion garlic exactly all right so those are my adventures at the dmv so in about two to three weeks i get to see the horrific photo that i took you get your uh your snapshots back Mm-hmm. so excited but i'm glad it's over and i just couldn't be more happy that and relieved that i sailed through that appointment you just have to be super over prepared that's the only way you can do it sounds at least like in california it. yeah all right so about four or five days ago you sent me a link <laughs> to something that i thought for sure we would find of interest in as you as did you that uh, this whole new robot sex robot thing is not going away. No, it's not. Robot sex toy. No, dolls. Dolls. Yes, like full-bodied, fem- I assume mostly female uh, robots that are uh, you're allowed to have sex with them because they're built that way. It started in Japan or China, and now it's made its way to the perverted United States where we double down on the perv and make it even more sexual disgusting so yes we we actually talked about these dolls before Mm. they're not your mother's blow-up doll no they are basically real robots they are fashioned to look like you know pretty women but you can have sex with them yeah so the owner of kinky dolls they are opening a brothel in Texas, and basically, That's a weird place to have it. it's like a whorehouse, I guess. Really? Oh. But I wonder if they can get away with it because it's not technically people. I'm not sure how that works. Is is prostitution legal in Texas? Uh, you know, I didn't look. I, I should don't have know. looked at that. Mm. But um, so it's kind of expensive. It's like. 150 no 250 for an hour and then like 400 dollars for two hours okay that's expensive you get a private room with one of these dolls how much are the dolls to just buy do you have any idea how much they are just yeah, to have your to, own just to buy they're anywhere between 1500 to 2000 dollars. then why would you pay 200 dollars an hour to be with one that you don't even own well maybe you just are curious or maybe you want to try it try it out i mean before I'm, you know try before you buy it's a bucket list thing i'm not sure it's just uh, that is just so i mean first of all no woman would ever do this because the filth factor alone <laughs> you're trusting some company who's renting out sex dolls to be clean and remove any and all forms of splurge and sperm or whatever off of this filthy apparatus i mean they're probably just getting a lysol wipe and can you imagine the job you know looking for maintenance crew biohazard material twenty dollars an hour texas (laughs) you know inquiries please email with your bachelor's degree gross let us know if you want this job and i mean really I guess I want to I want to dive deeper into this because I want to know is there like a sperm compartment where they just clean it out? Is it what if they what if they get it all over the doll? Like wh- how do they keep these things from not being just a cesspool? 
the article was to entice people. Okay. They weren't trying to Gross get into this, the science of it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So maybe assume, that'll happen after they're shut down. I'm not sure. So I assume that means that there are all varieties. Yes, I'm looking at the article now. There's brunettes, black hair, blondes. Do they have different ethnicities? Asian, of course. Of course. Always. Sure, that's in high demand. I would imagine they have several. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, well, first of all, I, I almost want to say it would be a deal breaker if I found out that Daryl did that. Not because it was a cheating, but because it's kind of, well, it would make me question what what are we missing <laughs> that this is something you need to go do? What fetish can we incorporate that what, would equal? What part of our intimate life is lacking in which this was something that you absolutely had to try? The dolls respond to touch and include verbal responses. Oh my, you know what? This makes me sad. <laughs> this makes me sad. Why wouldn't you just get a pro- like a real woman? Why wouldn't you just get a real woman prostitute? Because because the they talk dolls and have feelings. Don't give you chlamydia? I don't know. <laughs> what if they do? What if they do? We don't know. I mean, there are diseases that can live on inanimate objects. You know, like the flu virus. Maybe they just squirt a bunch of Lysol up there. That would just burn the penis. There's so many things about this that I don't understand. But, you know, the other thing is, is let's be real, Paula. Men don't care about cleanliness. If they're doing this, they don't. They're not thinking about Lysol wipes. They don't. Maybe they require the use of a condom. Well, then what's the point? I mean, then they could just go home to their wife. I don't understand this. <laughs> I really can't wrap my, wrap my mind around a Clearly. robot sex whorehouse. It's very odd. Can you imagine running into someone? <laughs> like, hey. They're coming out the door and you're like, hey, Joe. Hi. Oh, how are you? Hi, Joe. What's uh, what's going on? How's the kids? Wife? Good. Great. Oh, are we going to see you at the barbecue? Yes, we will be there on Sunday. I'll bring your own beer. Ha ha ha. So, uh, kinky dolls, what's this? <laughs> it's like, I, I I was looking for the library. Where where are we? <laughs> this isn't the library. This isn't my tax consultant. God. It's just so odd. I, that's, that's my only thing is it's such an unusual niche. I would be surprised to see them succeed. Well, the neighbors are not pleased. They say, you know. Oh, it's in a neighborhood? It's like in a shopping, not oh. a shopping mall but like a shopping district area okay. so they don't but like the it. neighbors are just like you know this is a nice neighborhood like why here <laughs> i'd be like hey these are very expensive dolls okay right. okay so i have a i have a thought on this and you tell me if this is just too gross for words this whole idea of creating dolls that look like you know uh, your a loved one a grandchild or your son or your daughter i mean they've been around for i mean they started with the cabbage patch kid really if you think about it yeah and then they got there's there's american dolls and then there's these other dolls i got one for Mackenzie when she turned four i got her a doll that looked just like her okay do you think that these ideas were spawned off of something sweet and lovely and innocent like the build-a-bears and the cabbage patches where you can handpick what the hair color and all that do you think that some gross person decided that like well why don't we just turn it into this or do you think they've always been i mean do you think this came from the blow-up doll 
I think these came out from the blow-up doll. So they get the blow-up doll and they go, well, these things, I mean, the seam inside the vagina of these blow-up dolls will rip you to shreds. We should just... Not to mention you don't want to stare up the face with like a giant beer can holder. <laughs> so <sighs> That is true. And they only came in one color and one size and... And then porn stars started making models of their genitals. Yes. So I wonder if someone just put two and two together. Well, and I mean, it's all technology based. So yeah, that's I mean, true. Te- technology has definitely moved forward. So it was mm. only a matter of time that until someone could figure out how to make it all work. Make this. So I, it's weird, you know, because you hear about those men that literally fall in love with their doll. Yeah. I read an article about a man who fell in love with his doll and he's married. And the wife eventually left. I mean, I can't even believe it was eventually. Like, I would have been out of there long ago. But now he's happy because she just, he just takes her out of the closet when he comes home. If my significant other came <laughs> home with, like, a giant Amazon box <laughs> and said, like... Do they sell sex dolls on Amazon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And then they opened a box and there was like a, you know, an operative sex doll or something like that. I'd be like, both of you get out. (laughs) (laughs) You and your whore, get out of my house. (laughs) Her name's Nina. All right. Well, then Nina, get out of here. I'm I'm Googling sex doll on Amazon. (gasps) They do. Well, not the... Adult toys for men massage, beautiful girl torso doll, lifelike realistic silicone. Oh my god, the boobs are humongous. Life size love doll premium. And they're just torsos. Torsos? They don't have legs? No. This one is weird. Why do they call them massage dolls? Oh, they have love doll, adult male toys, men's 3D realistic, lifelike silicone love toys. It's she's $145 with one star. <laughs> Only one star review? What's wrong? What Go happened? down and see what that person had to say. I am right now. Hurry up. Give me the reviews. God damn it. It's so different from the picture. Zing <laughs> Lim of Walla Walla, Washington. It's honestly a different type of toy from the picture. It's like a balloon. It's a con and a ripoff. <laughs> wow, he was not happy. No. It's like a balloon. Well, what are you what were you thinking? Oh god, this is horrifying. I can't believe they sell these on Amazon. These are rotten. There's a blow up man, but he has no penis. Although well, what's what, the point? What good is that? There's a Judy doll. Oh, those are the OG Judy dolls. Those are the ones that have that you see on cartoons and stuff. Where they have like the red tassels on their boobs. Yeah, and they're blow up and they're blonde and they have the big O mouth. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> they have ones that are just a woman's butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not surprising whatsoever. But then what would you be looking at? Your wall? Uh, Paula, these are incredibly realistic. And they're like $40. It's like insane. Merry Christmas. I got you a butt. (laughs) God, these are, man. Okay. Well, you know what? I mean, different strokes, I guess. This is crazy though. Oh, here's one for $500. Maybe this one's better. Anyway. So yes, you can buy sex dolls on Amazon. You guys, you can buy sex anything. 
I just anywhere. Didn't, I didn't think Amazon would sell that stuff, but they do. Not the $10,000 or the $1,500 ones. But I think those are custom made. And that seems cheap to me. I would think that they would be far more expensive, but... You know, I'm not in that world, so I don't That's know. That's where I bought my last vibrator. Oh, on Amazon? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, the silver bullet's the only way to go. We've, we've been touting the, the the success of the silver bullet giving women orgasms for decades. Right. For years. I think I got my first silver bullet when I was 24, 24, 25. I think I paid $5 for it. I went to, you know, back in the day when passion parties were the thing. You had one at your house, and that's where I bought mine. Yeah, our sister... <laughs> Our sister thought that she was going to be a success selling oh sex toys. And so because I love her and support anything she does, whenever I can't, all of us, whenever any of us decides to in- delve into the world of that. So I set up a party for her and three people showed up. I think it's one of those things where if you are not comfortable talking about sex, you're not going to a party, even if you've been invited. I don't understand people who are not comfortable talking about sex. I don't either. We all do it. We all have we all have genitals. We all are built to enjoy pleasure. And if you struggle with it, do something about it. You know, I mean, do you that's, think those people are frigid. No, I think that they are embarrassed to talk about sex. No one wants to talk about their sex. Uh, I mean, not that's not true. We do. But <sighs> Americans are very weird about sex. We're almost pure. We're, we're puritanical at, at, at the beginning stages of our nation. And women just we just did. You know, it was something that you did to have ch- to make children. There was no pleasure in it, even though there always was. You know, it's just no one wanted to talk about it. But it's OK. And I think women are much better off when they are sexually satisfied, whether it's with a man or not or a woman, whatever, with it, with or without a partner. Women should be enjoying that pleasure. You know what I was always afraid of? What? I was going to get pregnant doing it doggy style. (laughs) Really? I was always going to feel guilty about that. That is so weird. So when you have, when you would have sex doggy style, you think you'd get pregnant? No. Like if I did, I would feel horrible because I'd be like, oh my God. Oh, I did it like the worst way. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, is that your favorite position? I think so. Me too. Yeah. That's so weird. You know, I wonder if we all went to the same doctor, if the doctor would have the balls to say it. Boy, you and your sister really do look alike. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I always thought that would be funny. I would laugh. I don't know if anybody else would laugh, but I would think that's hilarious. So let's, let's go into a couple of ugly and awkward moments of the week. Lippinclip.com and I was at Ulta the other day and Ulta does not sell Halloween makeup. They pull makeup from other companies like, you know, L'Oreal or NYX or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they make they create end dials for Halloween makeup because most people find that actual cosmetics work far better than the the Halloween makeup that you buy at like Halloween city or wherever it, it's, it's actual cosmetics. So you can do, you can be a lot more creative with your face makeup for Halloween. If you buy actual cosmetics, Avon or lip and not only do, do they have 
a variety of, of cosmetics for just everyday wear. But I think for Halloween, I mean, they have these glimmer sticks that are like three bucks a pop. They're waterproof. They come in every color of the rainbow. And not to mention, if you want to not ruin your makeup brushes, their makeup brushes are like four or five bucks a piece. They're super yeah, cheap. They're really so, cheap. But I mean, they're not cheap to to no, use. They're though. inexpensive. They're, they're good quality. I have I have probably three or four Avon brushes that I mean the handles are aluminum metal and they're like a dark black gunmetal, so I love them. Mm-hmm. And the brushes are super duper soft. They don't poke me when I'm trying to blend or anything like that. And I've had them for years and I still I mean, even with all the cleanings and stuff, they are not falling apart on me. And I and the really thin ones for like super details and stuff, those ones have they look brand new. So my point is go to lipandclip.com, check out if you're going to do some glam makeup for Halloween, definitely go there and invest in that stuff because it is so much better than the stuff you buy at the Halloween stores. It's not chalky. It won't fall off. A lot of it's waterproof. Perfect for Halloween. So check out that. Okay. Hugly and awkward moments. We had a submission and it's it spurned me, which is why I told you about the DMV on this episode instead of last week. Mm-hmm. This is about driving, uh, learning how to drive specifically. This is a teeny one that was submitted, but then it made me look for others, made me laugh. This one was really funny. It said, not exactly a driving instructor, but during my first time driving, my mom asked if we could pull over to say a prayer twice. <laughs> God. Sounds like our mother. I was just going to say, I'm like, did you pull this story from my diary? (laughs) (laughs) I know. She's absolutely the worst. Okay, so I found a couple others that that are along that line. This one actually has a dark ending, but, you know, we're so weird about our darkness that I thought I would read it to you just because it's an interesting story. Mm -hmm. A guy had a driving instructor. His name was Mr. Elliot. He was a big old fat guy who had a lot of laughs or was a lot of laughs. Our driving time was we'd drive from hot dog place to hot dog place and he'd buy us hot dogs. We'd drive across town, buy a hot dog, go down the highway for 30 miles, buy a hot dog. The dude was big, but you know, who isn't? Anyway, I would see this guy from time to time in town driving new drivers years later and sometimes even at the gas station. I talked to him. He was friendly and always remembered me. Shortly after I got my license, he met a woman and they got off well. They were engaged after a few years and they were going to meet after work to look at wedding rings. As his fiance was driving to the store, one of his former students T-boned the car and killed her. Oh, my God. It ended up pretty much killing him. He got depressed, became a shut-in, had a heart attack, and died. And he goes, that would have to be the worst of any of his students, I imagine. <laughs> oh, my God. One of his former students killed his fiance and ultimately him. Can you imagine being that student? No. That's horrifying. <laughs> I've never been in a major car accident, so I haven't either. Not really. Okay, so we'll we'll end with one that is definitely an ugly and awkward moment. Ugly and awkward moment. My mom was too scared to teach me to drive, so my first time behind the wheel was literally at driver's ed back in the day when high school used to offer driver's ed. The three student cars were parked side by side, and I was assigned to the one in the middle. My instructor was slower than the other two, who promptly got their students in the vehicles and started driving. Simultaneously, my instructor is slowly having me go through all the checks. Check your seatbelt, check your mirror. As soon as I turn the key, both cars on either side of me began pulling forward, giving me the sensation that we were going backwards. In that one to three second time frame, I began furiously stomping the brake and screaming, oh my God, I can't stop. 
<laughs> While the other two students along with the instructor are looking at me like I'm an idiot, the instructor just looked at me and said, you know you're in park, right? <laughs> Luckily, I somehow managed to pass and went on to get my license on my first try. <laughs> Oh, my God. I, I hate that, that feeling. Oh, yeah. my God. I've had that sensation sitting at a red stoplight. Yeah. Where like I start going panicking. Backwards. Yeah. It is the weirdest sensation, too, because it's almost like your brain is doing this weird, like, you feel like your eyes are crossing. And I get that sensation when I'm at the ocean and, like, the wave comes in and I look down. Yes. And then the water goes out and I feel like I'm going backwards at, like, 100 miles per <laughs> hour. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about isn't that weird yeah so anyway i'm trying to think if i had any major drive well my driver instructor was the varsity wrestling coach mr klaus and (laughs) he was a very large german man who was amazing by the way he was one of my most favorite teachers ever i had him for bonehead math and i remember telling and i'm just like i i just he's like I, I literally got removed from pre-algebra and sent to bonehead math my freshman year because I was just so in a, unable to do anything. I wish they would have done that with me in geometry. Oh, really? I failed the first semester and the second semester. The only reason why I passed with the C minus is because I was making out with Stuart all the time and he did my homework. <laughs> That's well... Uh, whatever <laughs> congratulations <laughs> he passed anyway no i got he, so then i also got him for driver's ed driver's training and back in the day there was a a trailer with all the simulations where you would sit right. in your own little car and you would drive and if you messed up there was a printout and they could see what you did or didn't do and mr klaus was always like jamie I don't know how you're going to survive. You know, he would always give me crap. He's like, you hit the sidewalk. You hit a stop sign. You didn't break. And I'm like, well, it's not real. It's not real. He's like, ah. So he was not looking forward to the day that he had to take me in a real car. He was a lot like that one instructor, though. We didn't do what they suggest where you just drive around the school, you know, drive around all the streets. No, he took me. He decided he goes, no, you're going to get gas at the district gas station. So we had to go all the way down across town. And we were on Sunrise Boulevard at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, my God. Which is it's practically a freeway here. It's so it was and I was 16, barely. I was 15. And so he had a clipboard. And he and he was sitting there taking his notes and stuff. And so I was driving and I thought I was doing a great job. And so the second you relax is when you get in trouble. So I'm like, hey, I'm doing all right. Hey, I'm making it. He puts the clipboard over the rearview mirror and he said, what color is the car behind us? And I'm like, uh, gray. <laughs> I totally. Get it. He's like, you have to look in your mirrors at all times. I'm like, OK, OK. So I have to tell you, though, I made it. I've never been in an accident where it was my fault. I remember all the rules. In fact, I think about it now. When I was a freshman and sophomore in high school, most of my teachers were male. And they were like old school. Like they were still had their hair slicked back in, in gel cream and yeah. uh, wore the short sleeve button up shirts with the skinny ties and stuff. They were old school. But they all taught me really good lessons in life. Lots. Well, I took a private, I went through a private driving school. I was older. And so by the time I started my sophomore year, yeah, I didn't have health until the second semester. Okay. Well, by then I already had my license. Oh, nice. And so, um, 
when we got in there, I aced the driver's ed piece because they were probably I, I had my license. And then um, <laughs> if you hadn't, that would have been a shame. Right. That would have been embarrassing. Right. And then we had health after that, which that part was so I I don't necessarily agree with how they did that health class. They like brought in all the pregnant teenagers from the other pregnant high school yeah oh yeah and they have them sit on benches and then you know we had to ask them questions about <laughs> like you know what are you gonna do with your life and what are you gonna do with your life you've already ruined it <laughs> are you gonna adopt or you oh, know geez. like is, is your mom gonna watch it while you go to school or mm. are you gonna get a vocational certificate or something oh, like i'm so glad they don't make Stuff them do like that, that anymore <laughs> I know, but I was just like, I forgot who I, I think I told one of the kids that's how it was. And yeah, they, they really did me. shame people back then. <laughs> well, well, they didn't let you get a school pregnant, so. Anyway, so, yeah, so uh, thank you for your submissions. Yes. The DMV and driving is always a uh, treasure trove of stories. I can't wait to hear how Malia's goes. It's going to be fine. She's so pro and she's so pissed that she has to wait past her birthday to get her license because she's super ready. Is she still giving you the cold shoulder? (sighs) Yes. Suddenly she's getting a lot of rides to places because she just... Where are these places? Like like football games and stuff. Oh, okay. She's just like, she doesn't want to... But the problem is, is like, she still needs to drive. You know, I'm like, look, you can't be rusty when you go get your license. You know, you need to know how you need to be able to do this route because we know where the route is. We, you know, there's things you need to practice. So, you know, I'm sorry that you're so embarrassed to be with your family, but you need to drive. So it's a weird situation, but she'll be fine. Yeah. She'll be fine. Well, just let her do it her way and see what happens. Yes. It's not going to be pretty. Uh, She's such a good driver, though. I mean, she just she picked up on it so quickly. So. Well, I hope she passes immediately because it will make, it will make my life a hundred times easier. So that I'm yeah, excited right. about. Good. Anyway, I think we should talk about losing our virginity next week. I was just thinking about that. Like you were like last week. What? I'm like I don't think we've ever talked about that. Oh my god! I we have to. We both have such good stories. Our stories are so good. Okay, so if you're hearing this and you want to share with us how you lost your virginity, please, I'll put a post on Facebook too. I want to know if there's any other stories that are even, well, they're all good. That's the thing is they're all good. Mm-hmm. Okay, next week, virginity it is. Virginity. Yes. Okay, well, I, I don't have anything else to say. Yeah. No, I think that's good enough. Okay. So, all right. We will see you all on Sunday. Hopefully, Khabib is the official winner because mm-hmm. I'd like to see him beat down Connor because I don't like him. I think this is a title fight. It is because Khabib's the champ. Oh, yeah. I'm in. So, we shall. So, that's five rounds. Yeah. Ooh. Assuming I, I, that, you know, it goes five rounds. It's not. It's not. Someone's going down. Someone's going down. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thanks everybody for joining us. Please be sure to visit Amazon.com and do all your shopping through our link that's on our website. We would appreciate that. And visit LipandClip.com. As Jamie mentioned, there's lots of good things that you can do for Halloween with their makeup and brushes. So go and check them out. Other than that, have a fabulous rest of your week and we'll see you on Sunday. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.